0: quite close right now so yeah that's that's even closer ideal even closer than yeah. this no that's pretty yeah as close as you can get with being comfortable <laughs> i know i want like out of my field of vision, know. Mm. so i angled it good can you talk
1: yes sounds good okay.
0: okay i think can we're we good touch the mics? Cool. um i don't know maybe like, with worship and stuff, they don't want us to like hit the mics or anything. But they don't have covers like this. The covers, you
1: can see the only thing
0: you're gonna hurt the cover. I don't know. I make out with the mic when I sing on stage. It's like right there. You
1: friendly
0: with it. Yeah, I'm like. They don't want They don't want you to. Tap. I don't think they. Yeah, they don't want you to tap. That's true. Lots of famous people have like their own mic, you know, that they like yeah. keep with them, and they're like. Ah. I like, um, Peely's is always orange. Mmm, like the mic itself? Mmm, they put tape on it. Well, at least back in the day. Mm-hmm. Did I eat all of the Starbursts? I ate two. and you ate two. Because oh. I put down three. I thought there, th- <laughs> I thought there was another. I would have made it last longer if I had known. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Where did Andrew go? Huatar with eyes. So he's getting less pain for his book. <laughs> Book is <laughs> what, is, what is. Hey, don't have it, to worry. Hey. You're just like mashing Hello. up every single accent possible. Early on, it's the new accent of Alita. <laughs> <laughs> when, I have children. when I foster 80 children, they oh will sound like these. <laughs> There's. <laughs> I will foster all of them at the same time. There's point. always major crime <laughs> associated a with lots of fostering okay not always because yeah because like you get people who take the kitties in because they get the checks yep you know? yep and they just like throw them in the basement well me and my 80 kids <laughs> may be doing that don't pry mm. too close into my personal life okay that's my own damn business that's all i'm gonna <laughs> live say your best life <laughs> live your best life are we keeping this <laughs> uh, maybe okay <laughs> we'll see i could cut it 80 kids in the basement What's rolling, <laughs> okay, do it.
1: There's a really good uh oh does wow, it go oh.
0: okay, <laughs> we'll come
1: back to me sorry, sorry. it's okay,
0: sorry. get back to us. We can try to do the opening too finally. Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast, your favorite, top of the tippy top, <laughs> brain sick, a podcast about sick brains. I'm Lydia.
1: I'm Andrea.
0: My name's Alita. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to do an accent. <laughs> My name's Alita. And today we're talking about Mary Todd Lincoln, who was <sighs> awesome, who you may who? also known to be known, known to be. The wife of the 16th president of this here United States of All America, right. Mr. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. I wrote down Mr. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Nice. The 16th president.
1: Why is he not on the $16 bill then?
0: Hmm. We should have the a disrespect. dollar bill for every single number. Yeah. If I were to create <laughs> my own world, there would be chaos. And, uh and ut- utopia yes <laughs> not dystopia no never I, my thought process was what's the opposite of dystopia <laughs> 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 take out the dysfunction Bill. is it because it's dysfunction yeah. dystopia dis like the root dissatisfied
1: yeah, wow. but it's spelled with disintegrate
0: a y. that's true it's yeah. a different spelling but i don't know if it's like they're both like Derived from the same thing, maybe like maybe D I S and D Y S come from the same root. I don't know if it's Latin. So it like, whatever.
1: Odyssea?
0: Odysseus. Is that oh. like a
1: Greek god or
0: something? No, Odysseus. He was from like, the Odyssey. Yeah, but then it's he's a man. See. He's a mere mortal.
1: He's a mere mortal.
0: I never read the Odyssey. You should read it. We had to read it for school. I would like to. I think I have a copy of it. i want to buy the version that's translated by a woman it's the Mm. first of its kind so that's exciting Mm. translated books are really cool (laughs) because it's like (laughs) it's like you're reading it but like not how it is like how How it it is is. (laughs) especially if like it's like if it's like an epic poem like the odyssey is yeah and if they've been like sometimes they don't but sometimes they do maintain the like original structure you know whether it had like iambic pentameter Mm -hmm. or like a certain amount of syllables per i wonder if it's easier or harder than writing your own book like depending on what you're writing yeah i I feel like translating is harder in a lot of ways Mm mm-hmm there's expectations because, yeah and you can't ask the original author like well sometimes. usually sometimes it for the ones that we're thinking of <laughs> yeah the ones we're talking about right now you can't ask them yo what do you mean by this so like if you're a translator you're trying to do him justice yeah we don't even know people get bad. mad there are some people out there who are picking apart stuff using a lot of peas right now Anyway. Anyway, okay. Mary Todd. Yes. Um any any thoughts before we dive in?
1: Sixteenth lady of the First. The sixteenth first
0: of the, <laughs> of the ladies.
1: Ladies.
0: Where did that come from? Lady. First lady. lady. And she did after he was a know. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Good, bad, right. I know a little bit based on that one box of oddities podcast. And I think that was when I put her on the mm. list of stuff. Cool. But I don't remember what they said. So this will be new for me. Okay. I don't cool. know anything. Yeah. yeah, this was definitely new for me. I never really learned about her before. We all know Mr. Abraham Lincoln. We do. If you don't, go back to fifth grade um or earlier. <laughs> Look at your penny. Look at your penny. Just like, yeah. Um. But in case you didn't know, or in case you need a little refresher, not all of us are history buffs. Uh, He was present during a very, like, crucial time of the United States history when there was when the conflict surrounding the issue of slavery really came to a head, and um, he was present through the Civil War, and ultimately uh, he supported like the Union and supported the freedom of slaves from slavery Ooh. the abolishment of slavery Emancipation Proclamation oh yeah yeah which how does that one start is that the four year that no, is that's the four score oh that's right the Emancipation Proclamation was his he like printed out a bunch of them and just sent them out and he was like y'all slaves are free okay cool and like it, like, we love that. didn't actually do that much, but it's okay. It's the thought that <laughs> it's the, the thought, thought that counts. counts. <laughs> he could be like, well, "Yes, his, I did that." <laughs> his, his
1: thought was, "I'll keep the slaves if it kept the union together." It was just politics. Oh, he didn't, wait. for sure. Maybe it was a nice like pat on the back to be like, "Oh, I did something good." But he wasn't like he was. He was trying to keep the country from civil war. He wasn't trying to free slaves. Like that was just what. That was just the position he took.
0: I see. Yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation, if I recall correctly, it was like issued during the Civil War, and it was like, like obviously it wasn't in like the free states. He like distributed it in like the slave states and mm-hmm. the um, not the swing states. What do you call them? Like the like border states, the ones that were like, yeah, kinda, swing like, states. i sure. Swing states is more like in elections oh. when it's like it's like ooh, the Florida. equivalent. I was gonna know? Um, kind of, yeah wait i know like I know. border yeah a border state so like it's like kind of a mixed bag he mm-hmm. was really trying to target the border states with like the emancipation proclamation because i don't know that's okay <laughs> i don't recall anyway whatever that's the extent of our <laughs> knowledge anyway we're not focusing too much on our man's we're focusing on his wife mary um and When I was doing my research, I actually read an article or two or three that Hmm. were saying like that historically she's been given this bad rap. Oh, no. People. Has she? Yeah. Apparently. I've never. um, What's her problem? Yeah. What's (laughs) their problem? What's their problem? What's the problem? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. We're going to get to the root of it. Let's go. Oh, exciting. So. One one place described her as scandalous. Oh my! Which I wrote, oh boy, too. <laughs> um, and she was disliked because she had bad spending habits, Ooh, like she's bipolar, spending way too much. Ah! And she went into deep, deep, deep mourning after the loss of three of her young sons. Yeah. Okay. She... An, a yeah. Terrible. What scandal. Oh. And after losing her husband, uh, yeah, yeah, I wrote. Lol, doesn't sound too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. Um, but yeah, she was like labeled as like having like female hysteria, <sighs> and like there was this one thing they called her the female wildcat hysteria. <laughs> oh no, the female hysteria. You You're know, female hysteria. Okay, dumb rocking. Damn ovaries. Ugh. Damn How dare ovaries. they? Disgusting. Um and which we will this is all stuff we'll get into more. So mm-hmm. This is just like a little bit of an overview of what some people think about her. She was tried for insanity by her son Robert. <gasps> what and oh, then like in trial? Yeah, like in trial. Oh my to god! Court. <laughs> and then
1: insanity is like a defense. <laughs> yeah, just like, no, you're <laughs> like crazy. She's insane. And yeah, and like, I need to y'all. prove. It. Oh, <laughs> that's so <laughs> sad.
0: We're gonna it's her get. son. Yeah, right. What the, fuck? the one, the only one that survived to adulthood because she had four what sons. An asshole, three of them.
1: Well, did she do anything to? Him? Okay, yeah, we have to get
0: to it. I'm just, i yeah, like, <laughs> jumping the gun here, yes, so to speak, a <laughs> little bit. But then she was up after she was tried and found guilty. I don't even mm-hmm. know how that works. Um, like, was he just like, like you're stamp, insane? You're insane. <laughs> okay. Um, she was involuntarily institutionalized oh. in an insane asylum for a few months. Oh, yeah. That don't make you go crazy if you're not already. Yeah, a little bit. So, um, and then something that historians and just people in general have, like, had a lot of debate about is, like, what was, quotation marks, wrong with her? Hmm. Like, what was going on to make her act this way? So, a lot of theories out there. One being bipolar disorder. Ew. Um, Another being Lyme disease, chronic fatigue, diabetes, and (laughs) one that is quite prevalent that we will get into a little bit more um, is hmm pernicious anemia. That's it's, one that's become popular recently. For an explanation? Yeah. As mm. to why she acted the way she did. Hmm. So I will dive into that a little bit more. But okay. let's start from the top. Yes. To be tough. From the beginning. Yeah. So she was born Mary at Mary Ann Todd on December thirteenth of eighteen eighteen. Whoa. Is this her oldest? um so she, far oh like our yeah historically oldest i think so because van gogh before this was our oldest and he was late 1800s oh, she's our 1818 18. that's so satisfying <laughs> it really is like could, there's no better year to be born also she was the fourth out of seven children which puts her straight in the middle
1: that's exactly
0: the middle three on each side like bookending her like right. that's so satisfying as well Good for her. She had no choice in it, but good for her. Good start, honestly. Seriously. Like, yeah, she didn't even know, but <laughs> there she goes. Um, and she was born into a wealthy family in Lexington, Kentucky, which is one of those border states. Mm. Um, or was. <laughs> Not is. <laughs> Slavery is, in fact, illegal now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Her family was one of many that did own slaves. Mm-hmm. Um as did everyone as pretty did everyone. much everyone. As was the yeah. yeah so just a fun little tidbit mm-hmm. um and her mother passed away when she was six years old oh heart bonk baby. heart bonk right there yeah. Which was difficult and um her father did remarry and then she ended up having like nine step siblings i believe oh my like four brothers and like five sisters <laughs> oh along with like the seven kids that were like from I her mom it. that is when contraceptives were not <laughs> created yet <laughs> yeah 1818 it wasn't quite it was the accessibility it just, just not quite up to what par it is, <laughs> what it should be you yeah should it sounds like sure. the
1: dream you just have a little like army of like 16 little minions. I, send them
0: off. I saw a Twitter, a tweet, a Twitter post, a tweet this morning about this mom who was like, I love having kids. I taught him how to pick up the insects. And there's just a video of this tiny child, like, picking up this huge bug off the floor and, like, taking it outside. And he's like, I love having kids. <laughs> like, what? That's actually so good, though. That's so smart. It's great. Yeah. Think
1: about it. Like, if you had sixteen, if you're if you're her dad, you had sixteen kids. Like, Sorry. one of them's got to be president, or at least like married to the president, or at least the first. Like you're lady. stacking the odds. Yeah,
0: like pretty smart. And bound also, if they die, because back then everyone died, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Unlike today, <laughs> things have changed. No, but yeah, if you like lose six kids to dysentery, you'll still have more. Oregon Trail? That's all I (laughs) could think of. Honestly, yeah, no, that's an accurate representation of this time period. It's scary. Or I guess Oregon Trail would have been a little before, I don't know, 1818. You know, this is not a history podcast. (laughs) No, we're not doing In a way, it is. Let's not pretend. Um, but yeah, she had like a stepmother and they didn't have the best relationship. I didn't really look into details on that, but Wikipedia said so, so there we are. Oh. Um when she got a bit older, she got sent off to Madame Mentel's finishing school, which focused on French and literature, making her a very, you know proper. French proper Kentucky. young lady. I thought you were gonna say friendship. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, it sounds like a summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> like furrowed your brows at me. I was like, It's just a language, like that's why I was kind of like... just getting cultured. Friendship. <laughs> like bracelet making. <laughs> yeah, like braiding braiding okay. hair. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. As a result of that time, she became fluent in French. And she also studied dance, drama, music, and social graces. So she and was just a like... proper lady.
1: <laughs> how to b- bow.
0: Yes, how to... Curtsy properly and hold your cup of tea. And it's like that whatever. scene in A League of Their Own when they're teaching them how to be ladies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they like, like have the books on their heads and they're all oh, kind yeah. yeah, so like just teaching her how to be a proper lady and how to be like a, a good woman in society, society and good for the public eye. Um, I have a quote that by age 20, she was regarded as woody and gregarious with a grasp of politics. So, she's, like, she's smart, she's social, and she has, like, a feeling for politics, you know? She's not, like, airhead. So Nice. Yeah. So, she's, like, around 20 years old, and she moves. she would have been 21 when she moves to Springfield, Illinois, which is, like, hometown of, like, the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all already know. <laughs> so, that's instantly where my mind went. <laughs> and... As I put it, she moved there and scoped the dating scene. Ayo. <laughs> there were lots of young gentlemen who were eager to uh, ask her for a dance, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that lots of boys thought she was quite cute and she could have picked anyone, Aww. including the Democratic politician, um, Stephen A. Douglas. Ooh. Yes. But ultimately, she said, no, Douglas. Mm, there's another, another cutie, tall boy. I'm looking for a tall boy with a tall hat, <laughs> who's gonna free our nation. <laughs> That's exactly what she said to him. That is exactly she said. I'm sorry, Douglas. You seem like a cool guy, but I just Abraham is calling to me. He was like, "Mary, from <laughs> across the room. <laughs> so she ends up marrying him. Wow. And a fun little benefit is that they are of the same political party. They're both Whigs, so oh, yeah. get along. I wasn't expecting that for some reason. What is a wig? I don't know. I think it's I, if I recall correctly, it's like
1: it's like the wigs and the powders.
0: Is and this a the thing? Uh, No, you're making this up. Oh, I was about to believe you. <laughs> <Whigs>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's w h i g and the way i think about it, i think of them as like the i don't know if they became the republican party or if they were rivals or like if they morphed into like i don't know um, but um I think of politics them as...
1: infuriates me, but i think they're like the tea party
0: the tea party. oh of the republicans they're like
1: traditionalists okay republicans.
0: okay got it. Though then Republicans at that time is more like Democrats. Exactly, now. I was just about to bring that yeah. up because there, there was were a slot. switch in the semantics. Like, I no, like I think like around like the civil rights movement because a yeah. lot of yeah yeah a lot of people who were like fighting for their rights chose the Democratic Party, hmm. of Republicans. So that kind of switch in like social value
1: again, like, yeah. Also, just like Economical trying to win those votes. Yeah, sure. it, it was. Yeah. It's a weird that that happens a lot though, like floppy mm. kind of thing yeah so i guess they were the
0: liberals they were like progressive for the time yeah oh okay put it cool that's my understanding of it because that makes sense considering he like freed the slaves or whatever (laughs) like no big deal (laughs) um but yeah that's like a little bit of her early life and like honestly she seems to be doing pretty well at that point she's educated she's found a nice man Um, who's like, he is focusing in on politics and he was studying to become a lawyer. So it seems like they could have had interesting conversations too, you know? Mm -hmm. So when they were married in November 4th, on November 4th, 1842, at her sister's house in Springfield, Illinois, which I thought was sweet. Seems like she was close to one of her, the sister that was in Illinois. Mm -hmm. Um, she was 23 year old, three years old. He was thirty three. Ooh. So There's like a ten year age cop there. So it goes. So it goes. <laughs> Ooh. Huh? Kurt Vonnegut? Are you? In the house? <laughs> <laughs> did he have it should we put did he have issues? Yeah. <laughs> Can we put him on the list? <laughs> I don't know. We can just talk about it. Cuz okay, what we should do is cuz I'm done with my quarter today so I can focus more on this mm-hmm. project, but we could do like little mini episodes halfway through the week and we mm-hmm. could just like talk about stuff we're into. Yeah, and do that maybe. I have to think about it. Let's see. We'll, we'll ponder that. Have a lot of uh, works. Anyway, a lot going on up there yes i need to write it down (laughs) (laughs) take notes (laughs) um under this section i went and listed um like the sons that she had or that her and abraham had um it's not like really in chronological order or it is in terms of like when the sons died but it doesn't line up to, or sorry when they were born it doesn't line up to when they died mm. um but the first born son was robert todd lincoln robert's the one who um he was born in 1843 and he lived until 1926 so he lived into adulthood and he actually outlived his mother mm. um yeah and like also lived to see his father's death none of the other ones did hm. Um, he became a diplomat, a lawyer, and a businessman. That's like a triple threat. Pew, pew, pew. Robert really just went there. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess he has his mother's maiden name as his middle name, which is like interesting given yeah. the events that follow. Um, but just like also interesting. Then there was Edward Baker Lincoln, who was mostly known as Eddie. He was born in 1846 and he passed away in 1850. 1850. Just oh, four years old oh. of tuberculosis next they had william wallace lincoln known as willie that's cute <laughs> yeah william wallace Willie. that's so cute he was born in 1850 so the year that edward passed away and he passed away only a couple years later in 1852 mm. um he died of typhoid fever and this was during lincoln's presidency mm. so he was already in office then, they had a Thomas Lincoln, who was known as Tad. Okay. That's also cute. It's like a really good They movie. have really good <laughs> nicknames and names. Of course, Robert, which is like the worst one. No offense like, to my friend's like name, Robert. <laughs> survived and like, whatever. No Tad. <laughs> He's the most boring, but okay. Eddie, Willie, and Tad are gone. Oh. Um, yeah, he was born in 1853. So like, oh, I'm... so. Oh, I'm incorrect. I'm sorry. William did not die in 52. He died in 62. I misread. Oh, okay. So he died at 12, not two. Yeah. <laughs> I Just guess a bit better. <laughs> that does line up better with Lincoln's presidency, if I think about it, because he was president yeah. from, like, 61 to 65. So, like, 62 was right in there. Um, but then, okay, Thomas or Tad, he was born in 1853. He passed away in 1871 mm-hmm. at age 18, and they're not sure what. They've speculated a few things Mm. um pleurisy pneumonia congestive heart failure or tuberculosis how would they guess these things is it just from Um, documents or yeah like medical records and documentation um yeah and that's like an interesting too when we're talking about mary and her conditions like there's all this speculation and a vast majority of her medical records like were lost or just mm-hmm. like weren't recorded. Like I mm-hmm. think I read an article that said they were destroyed or like thrown away. And the only really solid medical records they have are from those like three or four months that she was hospitalized, right. like, institutionalized. And even those are kind of brief. So like, okay. It's like difficult. To I have like zero catch. grasp of where technology is and what's going on in this time period if you say like 1910 i have no idea <laughs> were there cars maybe probably but i don't know <laughs> no. no in 1910 because no. the 20s had cars right
1: yeah so that was kind of part of the revolution was that when it started it was in the teens.
0: see i have no idea so it happened in okay it was
1: like 15 or 16
0: cool yeah for the U.S. Because we right. had to catch up a bit to Europe. I think so. I don't know either. See? Yeah, Europe I don't know. Europe definitely started industrializing before the U.S. That's what I heard. We're I always... Think like the we, had the,
1: we had the cars. But we had the cars. Had so y'all forward. can suck it.
0: <laughs> We're always behind. I remember I was listening to Getting Curious, which is... If I haven't already said, is a fantastic podcast with Jonathan Van Ness. And I listen to it all the time. But there is one episode... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, they're talking about Brexit (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how it's important to pay attention to what's happening, because usually whatever happens over there will end Mm -hmm. up here, whether it's like 10 years later or whatever. So it's important to pay attention because it'll get here usually. That's really fascinating, too, like the influence that they still have on us. Yeah. No matter how hard we... The sun never sets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it also rises.
0: Is that Ernest Hemingway? Yeah. Did you read that one? Nice. tried to. We've <laughs> talked
1: about this. <laughs> yeah, I read like half of it. Yeah.
0: Oh. That is <laughs> my water. Gotta keep that throat. Gotta stay sparkling. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't he commit suicide, Mister? Yes, Hemingway. he did. You might hear some more about him, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we we talked about this with um. Zelda's, mm, yeah. We met. I was like, he blew his brains out, right? You're like, don't know. Pretty sure he did. See, he, he was a veteran. Ugh. He had fought in the war, and he had issues. That's really hard. That's yeah. something we can tackle. Like PTSD. PTSD. It's a huge Ooh. thing. With Kurt Vonnegut, oh my god! If we talked about Slaughterhouse Five, like we, we could tie it in. Them? We'd we'd figure. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. Okay, we're putting him on. <laughs> okay,
1: we're gonna have him on.
0: We're going to have his spirit Today. with us. Our, our, guest, <laughs> our guest speaker. To connect us <laughs> with Kurt. We
1: Thank should you. just have a medium on and interview them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Y'all got any witchy friends? Oh, I wish. I really want to go to one just to see what it's like and see what they would do. Because the class me and Andrew met in um, was, yes. Anthropology of religion, and the professor was very non-spiritual, very like this are the facts, this is science kind of stuff. But she, I mean, she's teaching religion, so she had to like she was incorporating stuff with it. And we Hmm. had actually had this debate for a couple days whether science and Christian was it Christianity specific or just religion. I don't know. I think it was science and religion. Can they coexist? And so that was cool. I think I missed one day because we went to Chicago. But um, <laughs> what was I? Oh, yeah. She went <laughs> She went to a medium and she said that she didn't believe in that stuff, but she actually started, like, freaking out because Dang. they were saying stuff. So, like, even though she didn't believe in it, they were saying things that were true to her. Yeah. And she, she like, had to leave because she was getting freaked out. So I was like, hmm. That's, that's when I was kind of like, okay, that'd be interesting because <laughs> she seems a very... But Angie. and that kid who,
1: who just you know guessed her,
0: her star, star sign. sign yeah. to, both of them did. Remember, one of
1: them said it. Oh, do they? do they decide? They said
0: together. together. They were like, "Yeah, she's definitely whatever. It's a Sagittarius or something." I'm a Sagittarius. I know you are. She's a Virgo. <laughs> she's a Virgo. Virgo. You remember? <laughs> it's a Virgo season. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Everyone hates Geminis. You no. Know? No, everyone hates Scorpios. And Scorpio. Everyone hates Scorpio. I feel like it's Scorpio and then it's Gemini everyone on the hate scale. Everyone loves Sagittarius. Everyone loves Pisces. Who doesn't yeah, love the an <laughs> Yeah, and Aquarius. Yeah, because we're solid. We're spring babies, you know? So, I hate the summer babies. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like on the precipice. No one, one... likes Cancers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm on the negative end. <laughs> Yeah, like summer's like a bad time I don't to be know born. why. <laughs> there, Although, yeah. There are a oh, lot of wow. June babies, what? too. Like it's everyone's birthday. So many Geminis. Yeah? Which kind of makes mm, It's cuz we outnumber everyone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> how did we get anyway, here? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not upset about it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, Ernest Hen- Sunset. England.
1: Ernest Hemingway was probably a cancer.
0: <laughs> what about Zelda? <laughs> oh, she gives big Virgo energy. <laughs> we should know because we like know when they're born. <laughs> oh shoot. What's Mary the, what's really the gives the fun in that? <laughs> star I honestly don't know if it's I know Scorpia. all of them. No, I think it's Mary's such a Mary's such a chart yeah <laughs> she's oh oh my god that's wild she was born in just, oh my god <laughs> it really frustrates me that like i know this isn't how the stars work but that it doesn't line up with months you know it's i know. like february 9th to may or sorry to march 11th and i'm like hello why like, can't it just be march 1st i know i agree but the stars are like it's because we messed up <laughs> our fault fault. (laughs) okay so (laughs) they got babies at the house and mary is like i'm gonna be a stay-at-home mama raise the family while my man's abraham lincoln is gonna go be a big shot lawyer go help people because he was a lawyer for a while and then i don't know how he did it but he got to president place (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> in case y'all want to go on a road trip sometime, their house is still in Springfield. Oh, um, it has been preserved as the Lincoln Home National Historical Site. Hi. Nice. So maybe I'll find some images that we can Is vote. Springfield Simpsons? Yes. Okay, but I remember it was like a made-up version, so it's not actually in Illinois. Ooh. It's just like a Springfield because there's one in like every state. It's like really vague. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a, it's like it can be anywhere. Or, yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay, sorry. I was thinking about that. I was like, I hope we didn't get that wrong.
1: <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. We need to correct our facts. Mm. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, it sounds like she was content with that. Like she really supported her husband both politically and socially. Um, so like. It sounds like she was content with that, um, which is pretty cool. So as he was, you. A, Thank you. he was climbing those those steps, he walked his way right into, into the, the White House. House you know? He sat
1: down right on that chair.
0: That big, big <laughs> boy, big chair. He's been there ever since. <laughs> <laughs> he grew, like, his size is directly correlated to, like, his power, you know. <laughs> so he was like massive, you know. <laughs> like by the end of his presidency, like that's why they shot him down. Because like they <laughs> he were was like too no, he's much. too bi- he's too powerful. Like y'all, he needs to stop. <laughs> There's that video. Do you want to talk about it? No, we should post that on the <laughs> Okay, we'll the... post. There's a video. Oh gosh, about why Abraham Lincoln, how and why he actually the died. Un- the story. Ooh. <laughs> okay i'm excited um so with when they entered the white house uh mary definitely experienced some personal conflict with the whole slavery issue you know that that thing that was going on or whatever um because as we've said her family came from a border state um and a lot of her half-brothers served and died for the confederate army right um and like I feel like it's probably also more difficult if it's like your family's beliefs you know because it's like harder to break away from yeah like even if you recognize that like slavery is bad but you have people that you love and care about that think it's okay and like have slaves and you grew up with them like it's harder to like separate like oh these are good people that i love but like did the white house have slaves Um, (laughs) i'm not sure I've heard that some presidents owned slaves. Like, I think Jefferson yeah. did. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's on their own
1: um, property, though.
0: Yeah. So I don't know about, like, the White House itself. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't even know about Lincoln's household. Um, I Like, I'm assuming he didn't, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, yeah. But, like, maybe she needs some help. Mm-hmm. I don't um. know. <laughs> No, she can manage. Uh, She's, good. She's good. This is bad. Yeah, this is bad. You know, I'm going to do a little... search. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to do a quick Google search. The go, White House have slaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, go back through your history. Like, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, huh. there's a page from whitehousehistory.org about slavery and the White House. Uh, commissioners, construction, uh, their wage rolls that list five enslaved persons, um, relied on slave labor, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, slave labor was also used during the rebuilding of the White House following the War of 1812. Mm. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't say if they, st- oh, um, President Thomas Jefferson relied heavily on his French steward, several white de- servants and staff. The remainder of his household staff, which numbered a dozen, included in- enslaved people. An um, example would be John Freeman. So it sounds like... Yeah, there were definitely presidents. And it looks as though that there were some slaves that worked okay well they
1: used them for construction yeah so that's just Mm. curiosity
0: for sure i was very curious too um but yeah like there's that issue and there were also some like societal issues because people regarded lincoln and um like abraham lincoln and mary todd lincoln to be western like people and those are from like i don't know because maybe because they were like, from like illinois from where so they like, were yeah, yeah so like relative we weren't. to like the capital <laughs> was, this, was this previous louisiana purchase no right so I- that was jefferson yeah so, so we were post we had that. the west we i guess there was That was like
1: the frontier though
0: oh okay so they're like, like the west wild west of the east yeah of what they had back then exactly okay. so like what would have been considered western for the time oh sorry and because like dc definitely was considered like the east um and so she like worked really hard to be a good first lady but because of this and like because of these kind of like cultural differences, she was mm. regarded as coarse and pretentious oh. um, in her manners. <laughs> she didn't retain enough from the- from her school. Um, she Copper. also used a ton of money to redecorate the White House. Good for her. She- <laughs> yeah. Good for her. It probably needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting for some people who were like, stop spending all our money. <laughs> um, and also like there was this little tidbit about how she like bought a ton of jewelry, but then... She couldn't pay it off, so she had to, like, return the vast majority of it. Like, it was, like, bad. (laughs) I put, oops. (laughs) Um, She also hosted a bunch of social activities, which was, like, another reason why people, like, all these factors are, like, reasons that people point to and be, like, big spender. Why did she do that? Ridiculous. Mm. Another sweet thing that she did, though, was she would, like, visit hospitals, and she would give flowers and fruit to soldiers. She would help them write letters. Home to their loved Oh, ones. that's so nice. Yeah. So there are, like, a couple, like, there are differing accounts. Some people say she was really sweet and kind. Um, and some people describe her as this kind of, uh, like, impulsive and oh kitty. Okay. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. Impulsive and, um, like, thoughtless and just kind of, like, coarse. I mean, she could be both. It's possible. Yeah. Um so as they tackled those issues we're going to move into looking at some of the ouchies she experienced. Mm-mm. This section is titled Ouchie. So, she suffered a lot of headaches which were <laughs> described <laughs> to be migraines at the time and she was also like diagnosed with like chronic depression huh um or they didn't call it chronic they used like a, a word that was equivalent i just translated it to like chronic or major depression um an interesting thing is that her headaches happened more frequently after she got a little head bonk i um, on a carriage ride oh uh, like, no i want to say like 52 um
1: oh uh, <laughs> yeah off the i mean
0: all the details there was a, a carriage accident as oh they my it. Oh. it sounds bad <laughs> yeah it sounds <laughs> that's, that sound like a, those are those things are huge those are big yeah oh no yeah if you get headaches by a concussion and yeah so like she already had headaches and then like they got Worked. way worse yeah for sure Yikes. um yeah like when we actually look a little bit into um like the showing that they went to at the theater where he was or lincoln was assassinated she didn't want to go because she was complaining of like a really bad headache and he was like we gotta go like it's been printed in the papers like they're expecting us if only only. listen to your wife (sighs) woof woof indeed um but like yeah just a constant struggle in her life and she was described as having a history of mood swings a fierce temper Public outbursts throughout Lincoln's presidency hmm. and excessive spending, <laughs> which we know a little bit about. Ooh, sorry. Bumped the mic. Um, so, like, mostly those things have led some people to think that she has bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, like the mood swings, the temper, the excessive spending, which we know can be, like, indicative. hmm Definitely. Yeah. Um, but another theory, which I mentioned a little bit earlier... Was that um, a lot of her like manic and depressive episodes, along with these physical manifestations of like Mm ouchie, could be because of this this thing called pernicious anemia, which like anemia is when you don't have enough oxygen in the blood. or is it just different
1: things can cause uh, anemia I think most commonly it's iron deficiency
0: Mm, yeah Um, for her it was she didn't have enough of the vitamin B12 mm -hmm. or like sorry for this condition that they think she had which is pernicious anemia which is like quite rare they believe it was from like a deprivation of um, B12 see that's interesting (laughs)
1: B12's the one was she uh, a vegan because B12 is the, the. If you. B12 you only get from animal products naturally. Mm. You get it from dairy or eggs or meat. I'm not sure what exactly. But. Then how um,
0: are vegans not all anemic?
1: They take supplements.
0: But where do the supplements come from?
1: They're probably chemically synthesized with harsh stuff. Taken from animals. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, yeah. No, you'll die if you don't have any. See, that's
0: interesting, though, because usually you, it's like Occam's razor. The least, the most simple um, explanation is usually the right one. So it's like, Mm -hmm. which is simpler, the anemia or the bipolar disorder? Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but we'll talk about that a little more later. Um, okay. because I want to go into her heart ouchie a little bit more. I really want to reference this like passage that is on the, the Wikipedia page for her. Um, that talks heck about, yeah, Wikipedia good old Wikipedia. It talks about the assassination of President Lincoln. Yeah. So the Civil War is over at this point, and you know, they kind of got through all of that turmoil, all of that pressure that comes with being the first lady in like such a trying time and um the morning papers of april 14th 1865 talked about how president lincoln and his wife were going to see the theater that evening um that says at one point mary developed a headache and was inclined to stay home but lincoln told her she must attend because newspapers had announced that he would Hmm. You know, they're a package kind of deal. This I thought was sweet. During the third act, the president and Mrs. Lincoln drew closer together, holding hands while enjoying the play. Mm. Mary whispered to her husband, who was holding her hand, What will Miss Harris think of my hanging on to you so? The president smiled and replied, She won't think anything about it. That was the last conversation the Lincolns ever had. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a few minutes later, he was shot by John Wilkes Booth, um, and she was holding his hand. Oh my God! Um, shot, yeah. Um, she went with him as he was taken to the Peterson House, which was just across the street. And um, it also says at one point the Secretary of War, who was Edwin M. Stanton at the time, um, he ordered Mary to leave the room because she was so unhinged with grief. She was just so distraught. Um, it's like she loved this man. Yeah. They had built something really strong. Um, he was in a coma for nine hours or so before he like passed away. Mm. And he also says that, um, like uh, shortly before she died, she was allowed to be by him. She seated herself next to him, kissing him and calling him every endearing name. Um, so upsetting Yeah. so you know her husband her man has been there for her he's now passed away because someone who probably had something wrong with him decided to take his life yeah um yeah she got a ton of letters (laughs) and I liked this um to Queen Victoria she wrote I received the letter which your magnates, ma- majesty has had the kindness to write. Oh. I am deeply grateful for this expression of tender sympathy coming as they do from a heart which from its own sorrow can appreciate the intense grief I now endure. Because Queen Victoria's husband had passed away four oh. years prior. Is that the one with all the crazy... I think so. <laughs> that was also a box of oddities. Queen Victoria had... She was... um. A lady. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like a like a party girl? Like a like a sex craze girl. (laughs) Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I think she was, yeah, she was really, really, if this is the right queen, I think it is. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> she was very attached to her husband, I guess, who had passed mm. away. And oh. so I think there was like a cast of his arm or something that they took, and she like had it with something her. Like that. Something yeah. like that. She like kept it with, it was some stuff like that. Oh it was pretty interesting. So <laughs> <laughs> I just, I clicked on her Wikipedia page because I was like, I'm going to look at this more later, um, as you've been talking about mm-hmm. her. <laughs> There's a section called Titles, Styles, Honors, and Arms. And I saw the part that said <laughs> Arms, and I was like, oh. Arms? There's a whole section. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's what I'm talking about. Arms. <laughs> so many. <laughs> All of her conquests, you know. But, yeah. Um, and then she also, like really went off at the government and was like this was something that was unprecedented at the time she got real upset and was like i think you should treat me the same way you treat the widow of a soldier fallen in war and that you should give me like a pension like, yeah 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 which is like interesting that she like fought for the money because like she's like a big spender i don't know i found that mm-hmm. interesting but yeah she after like really fighting for it she the US congress was like Okay, fine. We'll give you a pension. They're like, shut up. <laughs> we'll give you a pension of three thousand a year, which translates to like fifty nine, it's like sixty thousand in like current money. not bad. Not too shabby at all. It's like huh. <laughs> 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 Um, but like obviously the death of her sons and her husband now. Um I wrote husbands. She only had one. Um, led to a lot of grief. And depression. Yeah. As it does. As it does. Sounds like she was already dealing with depression in her life. Mm. So, from my understanding. Sounds I mean. like it. Yeah. So, like, it only got worse. Her remaining son, Robert, uh, was starting to get concerned about her increasingly erratic behavior. There's this one situation that was described where she rushed over to Chicago, um... Because at this point, I think she had moved back to Springfield. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. She lived in Chicago. Then hmm. why did she rush? Oh, okay. I understand now. Um, she was visiting Jacksonville, Florida, but she rushed back to Chicago from her visit. Oh. Because she was completely convinced that her son Robert was like deathly ill. He was dying. Mm. So she like needed to go to him, but like he was fine. Like, he was totally mm. fine. Um to like just not like, kind of like ow. Um and also she said that Um, on her way to visit him, someone had tried to poison her on the train. Oof. And that a, quotation, wandering Jew. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Oh. (laughs) A little problematic. We don't need to look too far into that. (laughs) Had taken her pocketbook, but then returned it. Huh. To her. Interesting. It sounds like a little fabricated. A little bit. where I'm standing, where I'm sitting. Um but like that's what she It me. sounded like she was in some altered state of mind. She was not thinking straight. Yeah. So I could see how she would say something self-assive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like wandering. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she said that. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Another interesting thing is that like she spent a lot of money on things that she like never used or wore. Um like draperies and elaborate dresses which is hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Except hell no, because she only wore black after her husband died. So she didn't even wear these dresses. She was just like, that's kind of cute. I'll cop it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I wrote all this and more made Robert go, wait a minute. You need to be locked up. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So about a decade after um, the passing away of Abraham Lincoln, decade of this tomfoolery, Just probably deteriorating mental Mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. On May 20th in 1875, um, there was a trial, and then the jury committed her to a private asylum in Batavia, Illinois. That sounds so foreign. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Latvia. Yeah. Europe. She was like 60. Um, Let's see. She was born in 1818. Yeah, she would have been like late fifties, like, almost sixty. Yeah, so she's getting up there, and she was like real saddened by this, and actually attempted suicide. Mm. Um, she ordered like a bunch of laudanum, mm-hmm. um, from like different pharmacies, but somehow they, I don't know if they were just like, hold up, did did Mary oh no ask y'all for this um they like being famous well (laughs) they're like um hold up and like they figured out like oh good um, for them yeah they were like she's trying to do something and we're not gonna let her so they like gave her placebo pills (laughs) oh good for them yeah like here's your (laughs) but like it didn't do anything um (laughs) so um she like she was in this asylum which I don't even know how it would have been at the time, 1875. I mean, like, we talked about Sylvia Plath's experience, which was, like, insane and terrible. This is, like, decades and decades before mm-hmm. her experience. It'd probably be a, kind of like what Van Gogh went through-ish. Mm-hmm. It's probably about the same. I don't know, though. But if it's private, it's probably better. Yeah. Because w- whenever you have money or... The private sector is yeah. just... You'll have a bit better time than everyone else. Hmm. Oops. Um <laughs> as as like Wikipedia kinda put it and I just found interesting was like she figured out a way three months later to escape her imprisonment. Oh. So basically what she did was she like made a fuss and pulled Robert like into the public eye, which was like not what he wanted and was like, look at what he did to me like He, like, totally screwed me over. Like, why is my son doing this? And people started thinking, like, oh, shoot. Like, this, like, it started gaining publicity. Like, oh, like, this is a thing. Like, the the first lady has been, like, locked up. And there was some reason to, like, suspect Robert of having ulterior motives. Because when she was locked up, he then had control of, like, her money. Right. Her estates. Mm. So people were kind of, like... Sketch. Yeah. They were, like, this is a little sus. Robert, what are you doing? Um... And because of that, like, she was able to, like, get a lawyer and make some claims. Good for her. (laughs) Yeah, get out of there. (laughs) Damn, she gets things done. She really does. That's, like, (laughs) something that's really cool about her, too. It seems like she has, like, this fire in her or had this fire in her that, like, she's not afraid to, like, ask for what she wants. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's also part of why people, like, label for these things, you know, like a strong woman during that time mm-hmm. i mean even now it's like well slow down yeah but like back then whoo, whoo slow down <laughs> um so yeah they let her into her sister's custody same one in illinois who's just like been there for her mm-hmm. throughout everything and it says that she was estranged from her remaining son for like a while like before like pretty shortly before her death yeah Um, which like makes sense (laughs) that would do it (laughs) yeah i don't blame her per se um that sucks Your one left kid yeah just does that to you yeah can we have a conversation no yeah and it's like like what was his motive mm -hmm. like was it like was he just concerned and like that was the way he thought to go about it did he want control over her finances and like he didn't want to deal with her anymore so he was like, get, get out of here. He go, you know, go. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to
1: tell me. like how off the rails that behavior that's described is. Right? Yeah. It's all like so wishy-washy. Like, she did this, she did that. Mm-hmm. He did this, he did that.
0: He said. She said,
1: "So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know. There are options.
0: Yeah, there are many. Either
1: way, though, it makes sense. They kind of end up not talking to each other.
0: For sure. (laughs) I wouldn't want to talk to him. No, get out of here. What are are (laughs) you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but um, after that, um, her health was kind of just like in decline. After from that point on, she was getting older." Um, and like her her health already wasn't that great. So she just like suffered more bouts of illness. Hmm. And, um, on July 15th, 1882, which was exactly 11 years after her youngest son had passed away, Hmm. she, um, she became unconscious. I don't really know what that means. Like she was done. (laughs) Yeah. And died the next morning of a stroke. Which is also like interesting because like her husband like was in like a coma for like a little while and then like died the next morning. Yeah. Um. So like she kind of like followed the same thing, just stroke. Wait. So how old was he when he was killed? Let's see. If it was um <clears throat> sixty five, right? And sh- he was ten years older than her. Yeah. So in sixty five, she. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> I don't want to do this math. So sixty five minus ten, is gonna be fifty five. Minus eight, <laughs> I need to break it down. This is how my brain 47. works. Forty seven. Forty seven plus ten. Fifty seven. I can track that, that ten. I, do <laughs> I don't know eight. what you're doing. <laughs> he was fifty seven. Okay. I don't either. So Evidently. she, so she outlived him by like. No <sighs> <laughs> more math, please. <laughs> Okay, 1882. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine she was without him for a while. Yeah. That's all I 65 was 65 to, to 82. That's like almost 20 years. No. Yeah. That's 62. Rough. Yeah. Wait. 65, 82. So that's like 17 years. Yeah. We're going to get cool. down to brass tacks. Um, she <sighs> passes away. And it's interesting because like she... There's been a lot of portrayals of her and like modern culture like pop culture which i i don't know i wasn't that aware of Mm -mm. but um it sounds like there were a few or like a couple of really good novels that have been um thought to be like good historical accounts of her life if you guys want to check it out i'm thinking about checking a couple of these out yeah let's do it yeah there is the emancipator's wife which was published in 2005 and it also supposedly provides context for her use of over-the-counter drugs including alcohol and opium (laughs) were often given to women during that time oh yeah so like that i mean that could also be a factor that we should consider when looking at her yeah then there was also janice cook newman's historical novel mary mrs a lincoln um which was published in 2007 and mary tells her own story i think it's like written from the perspective of her um after incarceration um and like sentencing to this asylum so like after she had gotten out like That's an so account of her experience exactly and a biographer of mary's um Jean h baker describes it as like a close to life <laughs> description of her de- depiction description whatever of her life so mm. you guys could go check those out um I also thought this was kind of fun that, like, Sufjan Stevens? Surfian. Hey. Your guy. Say it again.
1: Sufjan.
0: Okay, good. Because okay. I don't. Want to say it. Um, <laughs> That's your man. Have you heard his album, Illinois? I have. Yeah. Because he put it on my phone. Then you may have heard his instrumental track, A Short Reprise for Mary Todd, who went insane, but for very good reasons. That Andrew's like nodding one. he is nodding it's a nonverbal. that sounds kind of like
1: the title to one of the songs <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds like it would be yeah that's good they're all
1: like full sentences
0: Ugh. it's beautiful it's like old follow up and like panic it is <laughs> like full on sentences like paragraphs for titles um but like that's a little tribute to her and then Illinois is like the state where um she's hung out for a while um but okay, if we're gonna hone in on like, what was wrong with her? What's going on? Then, like the two like biggest running theories, I think, are the bipolar disorder and the pernicious anemia. Hmm. Um, which
1: I mean, why not both?
0: Why not? Yeah, both? honestly, yeah, for sure. Um, there was this guy who had, um, I don't was he he had like a pretty compelling case as to why um he believes that it was pernicious anemia that really led to all of this dr john sotos um that's a name it really is (laughs) um oh so i see it was a common health problem in her time but it's rare today i think earlier i said that it was a rare condition Mm -hmm. but like it's that it's rare today it's not i see um rare back then Um, so, yeah, he, it's interesting, too, just because, like, we're talking about a woman from the 18th, no, 19th century, um, who, like, was also in a political position and evidently was, like, strong-willed and strong-minded. So, like, a lot of historians have described her as things, like, Insane, mm-hmm. um, menstrual. Oh my god, and like I said earlier, the female wildcat of her age. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> female wildcat. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> it's like if in high school musical, they have like a girls' basketball team. <laughs> female, look at those female wild wildcats cats go, <laughs> just dribbling down the court. Um, yeah.
1: I get to enjoy all of this without being like, feeling attacked. <laughs> so.
0: No, it's you guys, it's, it's you guys a good have had though. Um <laughs> yeah, it makes I mean that's a great point to bring up. Um I was gonna say something else, but it flew out of my brain. So maybe I'll come back. If it flies back in. I'll let you know. Good. Um <laughs> She's thinking. (laughs) Searching.
1: Y'all should see her face. (laughs) Trying. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Uh. Um. So yeah, it's interesting because yeah, like there's the misogyny just rampant at the time that like we can consider and there's also oh I knew what I was gonna say here we go (laughs) well it's interesting because I wonder who are the people saying that she's acting out because if it Mm -hmm. were other women too then it makes me think it wasn't as much of a common thing Mm -hmm. if it was like oh this lady this specific lady is really acting out then like it wouldn't be as big of a deal if a lot of other women mm-hmm. were have experiencing like this anemia. Have, like, that perspective, of, like, mm-hmm. like oh, like all these women, so she's one of many. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if it were as common or if it was as much that anemia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that was I the don't thought either. I had. I think that's really interesting. And like, definitely, like <laughs> all the historical accounts are. Most likely written by men. Yeah. So just like, just because of history is mostly painted by white men, at least up until this point. Yep. Um, or like up until recent years. Um, so like, it's like, that's what I've like thought about a lot when like taking history classes in high school and stuff. Like, the history that we're learning has been like specifically Tainted. chosen. And like, it's like we're looking at it from the lens. As they like the person who wrote it and like the people who decided to like paint these events in such a way, which is true with everything. No one is unbiased. There's no such thing as like an objective historical thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has their own bias. I mean, unless you're, I mean, I suppose you can like factually say like this happened, this many people died, like this is where it was. But, like,
1: it, it can be almost impossible to verify that because you can you can you can say something objective but proving it like proving it is not always easy
0: it's also what you decide to include too so maybe you include all these stats about certain stuff but then it's impossible to include every single thing so you're never gonna have the entire full picture of anything because it's impossible to do that so yeah it's Perfect. kind of... So, yeah, everything is in its own way biased. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's why it's good to get information from multiple sources. For c- sure. Different viewpoints sure. and perspectives. Yeah. Get different perspectives. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like this. In the CNN article, it says, It's hard to blame anyone for needing at least a little retail therapy. If not becoming deeply depressed over her tragic public life. <laughs> <Ta>. <laughs> she lost not one but three sons in her lifetime. And it says in the White House fishbowl the press constantly hounded her and vicious gossips mocked her unflattering gowns. Oh portraying her as a Confederate spy or a Western hick. Thanks. Yeah, she lost the love of her life. Um and talked of her behavior to cerebral disease mm. um so here it says none of her primary medical records exist today except for like some notes that the doctors took when she was institutionalized just like four months of records um there aren't any lab tests or dna mm-hmm. <laughs> as they made clear so he's using a hundred historic sources um dr Sotos to come to his conclusion <laughs> um, of pernicious anemia. So to go into that a little bit, anemia is when the body does not have enough healthy red blood cells. And those are the ones that carry oxygen. Mm. So it's super important. Um, and it's when the intestines cannot properly absorb vitamin B12. Yeah. Foods such as meat, poultry, shellfish, eggs, dairy products. Um, And it says that some other common causes or weakened stomach lining and like an autoimmune condition that is attacking the either the the factor protein that like binds it binds to the vitamin so like your body can mm-hmm. do its thing and take it in um so basically just like if there's something wrong with your system that's like not allowing you to uptake the vitamin hmm. um likely to develop if you are Scandinavian oh <laughs> And some symptoms can include fatigue, vomiting, nausea, loss of appetite, appetite, heartburn, depression, um, numbness, hallucinations and delusions, which she was described as having. Confusion, loss of balance. So it sounds like it, it, like affects your nervous system. Yeah. If it, if it's um an issue for a long enough time, so I think just all these factors, <laughs> like contributed to this guy's ultimate conclusion that it was, pernicious anemia.
1: I mean, whatever it was, it wasn't treated.
0: Right. Doesn't yeah. seem like it. That's like the problem. For sure, and like they. They also like didn't help her, you know, like the public eye would like say things to put her down and like yeah. to to mock her. Like if you're in like a bad state It's already hard help. enough. Yeah, it's already hard enough. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah. People so. are vicious. Oh, it got really quiet. They they are. <laughs> so. They can be. Yeah. The yeah. the ability, the capacity is there. For sure, and some people use it to its full extent. Yeah. But I, yeah, I I don't think there's anything super conclusive about her. On like like if we can't say like oh she was bipolar or like it wasn't a brain thing and like also I don't know if it's important to discern mm-hmm. that because like our brains are part of our bodies like our mind is part of our body and like it's all connected so much more mm-hmm. than like we often give it credit for. Yeah. So like maybe she had both mm-hmm. I and mean, maybe she had neither maybe she had something totally different or like who knows what it was but the question is how do I categorize this on our episode <laughs> notes <laughs> oh. <laughs> on our website hmm. that is the question hmm. uh, I'll put bipolar disorder question mark mm-hmm. because that's the most mental illness part we have yeah for sure <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or just put unknown? Just put a question mark. Just question, question mark. Could just do a question mark.
1: Wildcat
0: woman. Wildcat. Female wildcat. Oh, yeah. I like the ring of Wildcat woman. It like the W. Yeah. Okay. We got that. the name of our Woman Crush Wednesday? Wildcat woman? <laughs> Same thing. We've got the name of our episode. You got it. But yeah this wasn't I don't know this wasn't a super like like definitive episode, but i I thought it'd be interesting to talk about because yeah. there's so much uncertainty and it like also poses the question like does' it matter if we know what she like <laughs> do we need to give her things. like a solid diagnosis and like you know like what can like what should our our purpose be in looking at this and i yeah. like what Andrew said about like the fact is like she was not treated for whatever she was experienced experiencing and life isn't so like clear-cut there's not there's not always like a diagnosis for a person they could be yeah, experiencing a bunch of stuff at once and Mm -hmm. yeah like you said the body's all connected so what i learned from my health psych class is like i think they said 90 percent of all illness starts like what was it Something like brain-related or... Huh? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were pointing at me. <laughs> it, was, it was it was something like that, how how interconnected the brain and the body is. Mm. And it's like, that makes total sense. But it's like not something... It's kind of a new phenomenon in science, which mm. is really interesting. At least in psychology, it wasn't... What did he say? What? Tromberg? What did he say? The psych professor. Um. He was saying how there was like dualism and monism, but I don't remember when. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it. But um, (laughs) basically, dualism is like the mind, the soul, the mind, the soul is separate from the body Mm -hmm. and monism is is all connected together. Mm -hmm. And so there was dualism for a while. Like Descartes believed in um, dualism, I think. Sounds like the pervading theory. Yeah, for a while. And then whenever, forgot who it was, but they started thinking about it as a whole but it kind of took a while for everyone to get on board with that Mm. so that's kind of you can see the ramifications of that
1: Mm. in where
0: we are with our I guess studies research is like we're kind of I feel like we're behind because it's taken a while for us to catch up and Mm. be like oh hey this is actually all one thing so that was a tangent I liked it and yeah it's definitely true it's like it's strange to think about because like it seems like a pretty logical conclusion that like (laughs) they're connected (laughs) you know like because like your mind is part of your body but even that concept feels like kind of foreign to like to say that like those words coming out of my mouth because like I think I do even as I say like they're closely connected I still like believe that like they're quite separate entities Mm -hmm. like my mind is very separate from my body yeah like Like, you
1: feel separate
0: yeah exactly self-contained yeah but
1: yeah if you don't eat your vitamins you'll lose it
0: if you don't sleep you
1: don't sleep
0: you really go you yeah it's bad so y'all eat your vegetables yeah Mm -hmm. stay in school respect your elders wear your bike helmet at all times at all times okay wait before we before andrew takes us out deep
1: into this life lessons.
0: yes <laughs> takes, us out, takes, takes us out i'm just, <laughs> I'm just getting ready finishes us, us off <laughs> that sounds worse. worse takes Wait. us out it takes us out it sounds a little aggressive but like i'm here for it <laughs> i can't think of anything better or like better. A date, which is like fine for you uh, right um check out our website brainsickpodcast.com everything's on there you have a contact if you want to reach us there's our episode notes which i'll be updating more so now that i have more free time and we're gonna get on doing t-shirts so we'll see when that starts getting rolling there's been a couple designs that lydia they're they're coming out
1: they're turning out nicely yeah
0: so we'll see i'll keep you guys posted on that and i think that's all i've got yeah we'll have some cool stuff about mary todd um, yeah, watch the, watch Mario the posts, talks. watch the feeds, the, feed, the, the, in, the, the, the brain, grams, grams. brain six the the dot podcast on Instagram dot podcasts, the gmails, you can't really watch us on there, but like hit us up. Hit <laughs> I us, think contact page uh, is the best way to go okay. on our, contact everything page. you need is on that website. Yes. So go there. <laughs> everything. You can Every live single on our thing. website. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We should sell food. Oh,
0: I really I want just. to sell soap, <laughs> like Fight Club status. Like, cause I could. I found some silicone brain like molds, and then I also found some soap um, recipes. <laughs> this is really like nice, nice, like honey and milk one. So, so- we're doing it. We're- <laughs> I'm so excited. Like. <laughs> This is the first I'm hearing of it. And, like, my body is ready, you know? <laughs> like, I want to make soap so badly. I've been meaning to make candles with Ooh. my friend, Miriam. Love you. I don't think you listen to this. It's fine. Love you anyway. <laughs> I mean, I still love you. <laughs> I, I just want to make it clear. I love you. Um, she takes cares of bees takes cares takes care of bees and so beeswax candles like honeycombs yeah Yeah. she got like the leftover like wax beeswax you know oh my god and i was like i've been bugging her for so long i'm like we can't when are we making candles and she's like chill (laughs) she's like wait (laughs) stop (laughs) stop talking to me and i'm like candles please (laughs) but no yeah it's gonna happen this summer Ooh. So maybe soap making. So- we'll see. There's lot. We- the thing is we have lots of ideas, but I don't know if people are going to buy them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we gotta have to feel it out.
1: Pre-order your soap now. Venmo at Brainsick.
0: <laughs> Let us know if you want it. Yeah, actually, I think I'll post some stuff and see what you guys are into. So it's a really good idea.
1: We'll start a Kickstarter. Oh,
0: I love think that. we're a little... Eh? okay take us out take us out
1: if you're doing laundry and the shirts have designs on them you want to turn the shirts inside out i taught him that one so that it does not damage your t-shirts integrity if you're storing food in um you know, like a reuse, like a Tupperware or anything and putting it in the fridge. Um, you want to leave, if it's, if you can, you want to leave like half of the container empty. Um, because if you pack it to the brim and then stick it in the fridge, the uh, cold... Temperature of the fridge isn't actually going to reach the center of the food for a long time. Oh. It needs to penetrate through. So, if you leave the open air, it's going to get colder a lot quicker. That makes so much sense. So, if you store like a bunch of meat or something just packed tight, the center might actually start to go Ew. bad.
0: Good to know. Um, That's like if you have like a compost pile, you need to turn it over because, mm-hmm. like, otherwise it'll get real stinky because yeah. there are these like decomposers that are quite specific and like they make, they produce this gas and it's not good <laughs> yeah. noxious like oh, yeah nox- yeah actually though like the center like you just gotta you gotta churn those babies because it's not getting the oxygen it needs just like air can't it can't do that it tries but it's it does what it can it's just chemistry you know that was good thank you yeah you gotta keep them in the bank because yeah. now you have to turn out <laughs> well, i got plenty. okay <laughs> i also this is like not relevant in the slightest but the song dna by kendrick lamar has been like running for the past ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And like I just like it. So like check it out. (laughs) Cool. Well with that, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thank you so much.